I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Welcome. You found me. You found the podcast. I'm your host, Bill Flanagan, and the podcast is called I'm Not Mad, I'm Just Irritated. And guys, gosh, today was a week of irritations. I'm getting back out in the world. I'm having to do a lot of peopling, having to see people, interact with people, sit in rooms with people, next to people, stand by people, give people money, have them give me change. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot of peopling. And, you, you know, I, I don't hate people. I want to like them. I want to make that clear. I'm rooting for them, and I want to like them. I just screw it up. How? By being people. And since corporations are people, let's talk about freaking Walmart for a minute. I went in one. I can't tell you the last time I ventured into a Walmart. But I needed one thing. One item. You're saying, what is it? I'm not even going to tell you. It's personal. So I needed one item. No, it wasn't Preparation H, you bastards. wasn't anything like that. It wasn't a toiletry. It wasn't a balm or an ointment or a salve. It wasn't toilet paper or prophylactics. It was none of those things. But I'm still not going to tell you. So I had to go into Walmart. So I had to people. You know, they still have a dude at the door standing there. A greeter? You know, an old person in a vest. It seems almost elder abuse to me to prop up some poor... Put him in a chair. These these people, are their feet are swelling. Their heart's not working as good. There's fluid collecting down there. And they have to stand. I couldn't do it. I couldn't stand for hours upon hours in front of a door letting in hot air at Walmart what's wrong with the what's wrong with the Walmart folks can they give them a chair something to lean on something it'd be great if they just had like some bars like pull-up bars but they were like armpit level level and they just kind of hung there like stair crows and they just waved their arms as you came in welcome to Walmart welcome to Walmart this guy didn't even say anything He gave me a nod, and I appreciated it. I don't want to be welcomed to Walmart. He gave me a nod. I gave him a nod back. And that nod said, yeah, I'm supposed to say welcome to Walmart, but I can tell by looking at you, you don't need that shit. That's what he said on his nod. And my nod said, damn straight, motherfucker. That's what those two nods meant. Perfect communication. All right. So I get to Walmart. Oh, before I get to Walmart, can we talk about spring at Walmart? So the parking lot, one-third of the parking lot turns into a nursery. Walmart's not a nursery. Yeah, they have a few things. They have a garden center. But it's not a full-blown nursery. Quit making it into a nursery. Because when you put your stepping stones on pallets in some parking spot and landscape timbers and 25 parking spots full of mulch and potting soil you know what happens there's no damn place to park it's like i could be parking in these two big rows but it's nothing but potting soil 
That's no bueno. You know what we need in the parking lot? Cars. All right, so no place to park. The dude greeter, which is disconcerting, but it was fine. I find my item. And then I go to pay. Well, there's no humans hardly anymore. It's all self-checkout. What a scam that is. I want a discount for checking myself out because now I've become your employee. That is a scam and I try not to do it. All right. If they gave me a 10% discount, fine. They're not going to do that. Because then the Waltons wouldn't have $145 billion each. They've had a hundred, they'd have 144. All right, so I scan my one item. I'm not even putting it in a bag. I'm not wasting the bag on one small item. I go to pay. What's my option? Guess what, guys? I'm paying cash. You know why? Because I carry it. Because I'm a grown-up. I don't have to put everything on a freaking credit card or a debit card. If it's just one little thing, just let me pay cash. No cash. Nowhere can I pay cash. On I got on the wrong machine, apparently. I got on a no cash machine. No sign. I had to, I had to put $7 on my credit card. I wanted to put $7 of cash in the machine. It's stupid. So, when you're eating Mexican food, this is for all you douchebags up, out there. If you go with somebody eating Mexican food, and the waiter comes and brings you the, the salsa and the chips, the bag of chips, basket of chips, don't take the salt and start dumping it on the whole basket. I don't want, you know what, it's already salted. It's very salty. I don't need more salt. What am I, Mr. Limpet? It's plenty salty. Can you, what planet are you living in? Well, I gotta salt it, because that's how I like it. Never mind, there's three other people at the table. I just wanna slap those people. And I tell them, what, 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 what the hell are you doing? Well, I'm salting the chips. They're already salted. If you gotta have more salt, take the chips, put them on your plate, and salt them there. I, I went to, this was 25 years ago. Went to dinner with my buddy and his wife. Ordered some spinach queso at El Arroyo. Big thing of spinach queso comes. I can't wait to start enjoying it. You know what he does? He takes and dumps half of the salsa in the middle of the spinach queso and stirs it around. He ruined it. I go, what What in the hell are you doing? This is how I do it. Well, that ain't how I do it, jackass. How egocentric must you be to ruin the appetizer for the whole table because you don't know how to eat it? He's not alone. Here's your douchebag sign. That should be a thing. I know it shouldn't. All right, here's another thing that irritated me. I use Nespresso pods. They're 100% recyclable. They're aluminum. I put them back in this prepaid UPS label. When it gets full, I seal it up and I ship them to a recycle center. But I can't have UPS come and pick it up from my door anymore. I used to be able to do it. And I would just put in the return address, 
the return address of the recycle center. Well, they, they got onto that. They would come and pick it up off of my door. I did that for like a year. And finally said, yeah, well, no, that's not how it works. You don't have an account. It's their account. So? So then I started putting them in this drop box, not too far from my house. You know, one of those UPS drop boxes. Well, it was always pretty busy drop box. It was in a business park. They're not super big. And there was a time or two where it was full. Someone would actually come out from the office with a table sign, full. And so it's like, yeah, I'll get it later. I drive by it, eh. Come by in the morning, come by you know, later in the day. And it usually wasn't full, but occasionally it was. It got a lot of use. So guess what happened? UPS, United Parcel Service. I went over there to drop my pods in there. <laughs> they took the whole box out. The whole drop box removed. Apparently, it got too much use. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Listen, this is a really convenient and well-used drop box. Let's get it out of here. Now there's not another one for 10 miles. Why? You know what's next to it? A FedEx box. I don't, I don't have FedEx prepaid labels. I had UPS. Oh, I got to take a breath between the salty chip person and the Walmart experience. The UPS Dropbox fiasco. All right, I did a douchey thing. And, it, and you know what? It seemed perfectly logical to me. First of all, when I walk my dogs, I take little bags and I pick up their droppings, their poop. Because that is the normal human thing to do. There's a guy that walks his dogs on my street. Now, everybody across the street, it's just a forest. And I guess he thinks since there's not actually a house there, he, le- he just doesn't pick up after his dogs, ever. But I walk my dogs, and sometimes I'll go on the side of the road to take poop, and there's his poop dog's poops everywhere, up and down the road. I just want to beat his ass with a tire iron. But you know, you can't, you can't win those battles. It's douchery running through the veins and arteries in his body. He can't even change. He can't even help it. It's just how he's made. But I pick up mine every time. Unless they have diarrhea. I'm not picking that. You can't pick it up. I pretend to pick it up in case someone's spying on me from out a window. Then that's called a fake pickup. Usually there's some leaves, maybe some grass. And I tie it up in a little knot and make a big show of it. There's nothing in there. You can't pick it up. It's diarrhea. Anyway. So down the street, they're building a house. My dog, Leroy, massive dump. It probably was two pounds. It was like two pounds of hamburger meat. So, of course, it was heavy. It was a heavy... And we had just started the walk. I'm thinking, I am not carrying two pounds of hamburger dog meat poop for the next mile till I get home. I mean, it was big enough. I could have done curls and done, you know, got in a little workout. But I thought, fuck. But I picked it up. But then here's what happened. So I go by a porta potty down the street at the construction zone. And the door was open. And I thought, well, this is great. I can throw the poop bag in the hole of the porta potty because what's in there? Poop. Yeah, surely it's not in a bag. But that's, that's the semantics. So I did it. Actually, 
It's two bags. Because he double pooped. So I'm having two two bags. And I did it pretty quick so nobody could see me. And I, and I was pretty proud of myself. I thought, you know, I solved that problem. I don't have to carry around the poop, and I disposed of it in a proper manner. Till about two... <laughs> till about two days later, why, uh, the poor guy came to empty the porta potty. Apparently, that doesn't flow out right. It clogs things. And he was fishing out the two bags of dog poop. And he just left them next to the porta potty because he couldn't pump it out. Whatever they do, whatever sewage system they use, whatever recycling system, it's not going to let plastic bags of dog poop enter that system. He had to manually fish it out and leave it. And there they were. I won't do it again. I know better now. I just didn't know. I thought I was problem solving. But I was not. I was making things. (laughs) Oh, the guy was so bummed. He was just so bummed. He was furious. He was red-faced. He probably was thinking, this motherfucker better not keep doing this in perpetuity. Thinking that he's doing the right thing when I have to deal with it. He's probably just probably had a bad dream about it. For the rest of his life at that stop or any other stop in this general vicinity, this neighborhood, there was always a chance he's after this dude, me. But thank God I saw him. Because I'd have kept doing it. I wouldn't think twice about it. Don't do it. Okay. Well, that's on me. That's my bad. I take full responsibility. Hey guys, guess what? I got like 20% battery. I think that's enough. Okay, here's another douchey thing that irritated me. So I went to I went to QT to pump pump some gas. It's low on gas, need a little petrol. Pull into the pump at quick trip, get out. Right next, right in front of the pump. I don't know why I didn't notice it when I was pulling in. Was a pile, I mean a pretty big spread of sunflower seeds. So somebody had eaten sunflowers, collected all the seeds, opened the door and just dumped them right there. And you know, it was three feet from a trash can. They have trash cans right next to the pump. And this fucker threw his, someone's got to sweep that up. What kind of maniac would do such a thing? I'll tell you who, a people did it. A people decided, eh, let's throw the sunflower seeds here like they were sitting in the dugout of a ball game because they knew some poor schmuck was going to have to sweep it up. But he forgot he was at QT. I want to like you people. I want to. I just can't do it. You're killing me. Went to the lake yesterday. Moved out to the lake. Maybe I should do the chalky chalk report. Was it the other day? Was it the chalky neck report? My knees have been doing pretty good. I haven't felt the need to keep you updated on my arthritic, cartilage-less knees. And I'm knocking 
on wood because of that. And Paul Berg, who sponsors the Chalky Chalk from Scott and White Hospital, Scott and White Medical Group in Georgetown and Round Rock, that's, here's your plug. Go see him for all your needs, all your shots, all your probes, all your scrapings, blood work, whatever. He'll do it. So I went to the lake the other day. I'm not a lake guy. Allison made me go. We live by the lake, so it's like fine. I do have a kayak. I get on it occasionally, but it's hot right now and humid AF. It's not crisp and nice. It's it's a beating. So I got there about 10.30, wasn't too bad. Put up a tent, brought all our stuff, brought some drinks, brought some brewskis. Met another couple of friends of ours. Kayaked around. I told Allison, I said, how long are we going? Well, I don't know. Go, I want to know. Because if it's five hours, I'm not going. If it's an all-day thing, I'm not going. But if it's two and a half, three hours tops, I'll go. Okay. So I was watching the clock. Got there about 10.30. Took us about 15 minutes to set up. Enjoyed my time. Kayaked. Read a little bit. Looked at my clock. Oh, no, it's 12.30. It's like, all right. It's about two hours down. I got another hour. I got to 1.30. About 1.20 came, and I felt like I'd sat in a sauna all day. And it just sucked the energy out of my body. And I just wanted to curl up and go to bed. I was exhausted. I was sleepy. I felt like I was on the top of Mount Everest, and I didn't get enough oxygen. And so I thought, I'm just going to rest, but then you end up dying. You got to keep moving up there. There's hundreds of bodies up there. Sometimes I'll throw them over off the cliff. They don't want to look at them anymore. That's kind of felt where I was, except on a lake. I don't get it. What is your fascination with that misery? It was fine for an hour and a half. Second hour, second hour after that, it's like, eh, isn't that great? Maybe I'll read a book. And then you got to pee. And then where are you going to go? And back in the water? That's a whole thing. So the last 30 minutes, I told Allison, I said, I'm tired. I said, I'm falling asleep over here. I can't keep my eyes open. The sun is, she looked at me and she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. It's like, see, I knew before we left the perfect amount of time, three hours maximum, even in the shade, even, and I floated around, I had a floaty. I did all the lake things. I had a sandwich, I read a book, I drank three beers, maybe four, I kayaked, maybe I skipped a stone. It was fine until next to me, some guy came out and put out his tent, I don't know, eight in the morning, but he didn't actually come back out to enjoy his tent area till probably noon, 12.30, maybe one. That's by 12.30. So he gets there and he unfurls like this massive lily pad. You know, like a floaty, but super thin. And, it, and you can just crawl around it. It's probably, it was probably as big as the basketball key. It was a lily pad for like three people, four people and a cooler. It, even rolled up, it took up a lot of room. It's like, I, I'm not getting that. Where am I going to put it in my garage? It's half the size of my car. Another thing somebody bought off Amazon and doesn't need. Anyway, that's beside the point. 
But then you know what he became? Boombox guy. The guy that has to share his jams with you. If you're going to bring jams, just, just in your little area. You know what he played? Besides Bad Country, which is a given, it was Matchbox 20, the same song I must have cycled through two or three times. And then the other one was Dave Matthews. It was Dave Matthews, Rob Thomas, Bad Country on repeat. Who wants to sh- who wants to be proud enough to that to share it to the world? You know who should do it? Nobody. Boombox guy on his lily pad was. And it it was one of those lily pad it was one of those boom boxes that also was a cooler it was a cooler slash boom box a cooler slash boom box bluetoothy thing what what has happened to us as a society where we have to have a lily pad and a cooler slash boom box i don't know you know who knows nobody nobody really knows guys i think i'm gonna call it a day I'm worn out. Okay, so I need to thank a couple of people. First, I don't often give credit to the intro music. That is Joe Freund with the intro music. Outro music, my brother Mike Flanagan. I'd like to thank my sponsors. Matt Beards. Will Flanagan. Allison, my wife. You know, she's got to be my biggest fans required. And my buddy Johnny Schrader, JB3. I'd like to encourage you. If you get one chuckle, I think you should um, be my uh, patron for 99 cents a month. You can't buy anything for that. You can't go in a store and buy anything for a dollar, not even at the dollar store, because it's a dollar, not 99 cents, plus there's tax. Send me a message, rate and review, and share. Guys, I need more listeners. I actually have a decent number of listeners, but it's kind of stale. It's kind of, you know, leveled off. I get about 60 play, 60 people put up with me every week or so. And that's not a ton, but you know, that's 60 people. I don't even know 60 people. I'd like to shout out, shout out to Becky and Holly. I ran into Becky. She said, we listen to your podcast. I go, good for me and you. Let's go to the Windstar. I want to go to the Windstar, gamble, have a beverage, and a smoke. Because that's where I do have a smoke, is in a casino. Because you can smoke indoors, it's not a million degrees outside. There's no point in going out there to do that. I want to blow my smoke around for everybody to enjoy. I don't even, I don't even buy cigarettes. All right, everybody, have a great week, and we will see you next time on... Nah, I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. See you.
just irritated.